Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital, also known as Bert and Ernie or Batman and Robin. You're Ernie and Robin. Wait, I'm trying to work out who's the worst between Bert and Ernie. Uh, I'm I'm indifferent to both. I'm more of a big bird man, to be honest. So. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. bird boy. <laughs> El- El- Elmo crushes them all, actually. Yeah, that's true. I would rather be Elmo and his fish. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> You'd be the fish. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we got a good show coming up because we have our very first interview. This is, this is a show of first, actually. Yeah, very first guest on the show today. Very first guest on Triple M Modern Digital, actually. And it's also the very first Triple M Modern Digital giveaway. Yeah. We've got a big giveaway plan. We just uh, we, uh, went down to the local op shop before the show, and boy, oh boy, did we stock up on goodies that you will love. Yes, maybe. so be ready to call in because we're doing our very first giveaway. And after the break... I'm going to legitimately smash a world record because Luke Kidgel's been claiming that he's a world record holder, but he cheated. He got there by technicality. So today, live on air, I'm going to smash a, we- a real world record. Stop shunning my ma- my mathematical win, okay? <laughs> we'll talk more about this later. All right, this is Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple A Modern Digital. We'll be right back. It's time to expose Luke Kidgel. Go on. Well, okay. So yesterday, you claimed that you broke uh, a world record by dividing it by basically cheating. Finding a loophole. Yeah, so you... Well, well <laughs> technical cheating, win. Te- technical win of a world record. So just explain how you achieved a world record and what your method was. Uh, the About world, the golf one. The world record was 130... Yeah, I know. It's hard, hard to keep track of how many records I'm going for these days. <laughs> yeah, but, you, um, can get, you can get a lot of world records when you cheat, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's actually a fascinating method. You should method. try it. <laughs> um, so it was 133 golf balls hit in two minutes uh, was the world record. I don't have two minutes, couldn't be bothered. Uh, divided that by two, 66.5 golf balls in a minute. Again, who has the time? So I went down to, I worked out 11 golf balls in uh, 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. W- so was so 11 in 10 seconds. Yeah. Now, I actually got a message yeah, from no. a listener uh, that said, uh, the world record, if the world record for golf balls hit was 133, Luke hitting 11 in 10 seconds would only add up to 132. Mm. So you actually didn't, even with cheating, you <laughs> yeah. still didn't get the world <laughs> we record. We actually realized this after we'd done it, and we'd already posted the video to Snapchat, and we quite literally could not be bothered to try and I was just like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, well, so I thought to teach you a lesson, Luke, I'm yeah. going to break a real world record without cheating. No, so, you're not. Yes, I am. I looked up an easy World's one, though. World's tallest comedian? Well, I think I actually am that. Thank you very much, Michael, for playing the sound effects when nobody's ready. <laughs> Uh, I've looked up the Guinness World Record for Hang most... On. We were like, get a ticking noise for when the clock starts. That sounded like the road runner. <laughs> I didn't think that was playing to air. I was to... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Sorry, very much, guys. Michael. Most professional radio show goes to. Yeah. Um, so the Guinness World Record for most star jumps in one minute is <laughs> only 61. So No, it's 77. No, I'm looking, I've just Googled it now. It says yeah, no, 61. That website's yeah. wrong. Okay, 77. Even then, 77, that's still easy as. I'm going to smash that right now. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay, Michael, do you actually have a timer? Can you even do a star jump in here? You'll hit the roof. You almost hit the roof anyway. Oh, I haven't taken that into account, Also, what constitutes a full star jump? Do you have to clap your hands at the top? No. Just make a star I've, shape. I've got a picture. I just have to, I just have to be make a star, a star and a jump. Yeah. You're <laughs> so a star, mate. I am go a star. On. I just have to jump up and down. All right. I've got a stopwatch <laughs> ready to go. Right, You're not so going to do this. Are me... you sure you don't want to break it down and do it mathematically? Mate, Trust me, it makes it a lot easier. I'll tell you something. I'm not a cheater, okay? All right. Okay. You ready? Hang on. Okay. Let me take my jacket off. On your mic. He's taking this very seriously. He's standing limber, ready to go. He's tucked the necklace into his top. All right. Medallion. Three, 
two, one, go. One minute starting. Your your hands are hitting the roof. <laughs> Who's counting? Seven. Oh, eight. you. I'm uh, counting. Okay, Lewis is counting because I can't be bothered. All right, he's still going. He's beginning to tire. Um, don't worry, that's not the end. 20. You're up to 20, and you're 15 seconds in. Oh, he's going to get it, ladies and gentlemen. I can't this believe it. This is great radio. 30. One person of the show is just exercising. Mate. This counts as training, this which is... I don't like. Well, I'm allowed to train. <laughs> I just hit 40. I'm only 40, and he's halfway there. 30 seconds in, and he's 40 star jumps down, which 50. means you're on track for 80. If you keep up this pace, you will get the world record. Who set this world record? You don't even have that's to mathematically... You... I'm up to 60 now. I don't think you're doing full star jumps, yes, mate. Yes, I am. Yeah. I don't Hang know. on, let me do a full one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're five, bringing five, down the roof. Four, three. You got nine two, seconds. Keep going. One, Keep going. Smash it. 73, 74. Five seconds to go. Four, 77, three, eight, two, one. 80, 81. Stop. 81, ladies and gentlemen. Four. You beat I'm it by four. Really As if we didn't know it yet. <laughs> no crowd cheer. Just correct. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Live on radio. I just smashed a world record for... for <laughs> can't even talk, but I did it, and I didn't even cheat. How the do you loop, feel, Luke? The loophole was the person who previously set the record was probably unfit, or I don't know. How... Now you I'm tired? Feeling, yeah, I'm actually, actually right, well, let's really got me. Let's go to a song, me. recuperate, and yeah. um, we'll celebrate over the song. All right, this is Luke and Lewis for lunch, world record champions in star jumping. Well, just me. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, tell me, what stresses you out? Uh, like, honestly? Yeah. Like, is there other people like, oh, work, money, uh, like leaving voicemails. <laughs> just, what do you mean? Just I had to leave one this morning with an uh, accountant. Uh, who Wait, is you, were, a... you were planning on leaving a voice. Who plans on no, leaving no, a No, no, that's the thing. That's why it stresses me out. Because as soon as it goes, hello, you have not reached. Oh, I just start stressing. As soon as uh, it rings out. But you have call, to. You can never. You can't ever plan a no, voicemail. Yeah, because it's I'm planning. I already improv. Because I always get stressed out just talking to people in general. So yeah. I'd already planned out the first three sentences of the phone call. And then it completely caught me off guard when it went to voicemail. And I had to leave a message. And the thing about voicemails is you only get one shot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that is quite it went, stressful. Leave the voicemail after a bit, beep, and I'll, it just went, <laughs> "Hey, it was this was an accountant," and I was like, "Oh, cool." So I just want to get my tax done. Uh, <laughs> my name's Luke. Awesome. Okay, I'll try to call you later. All right, bye. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> okay, this is the end. <laughs> And then just beep, beep. That's what she's going to hear. Yeah, that's uh, that's some hectic social anxiety. It sounds like you're dealing with not even social anxiety, just voicemail anxiety. Yeah. So that's what stresses you out. Well, yeah. um, I actually read an article, and I think I can help you with this problem, because you have a few things that you do stress about. So I read uh, an article saying an expert in stress says that there is no such thing as stress. So explain that voicemail. <laughs> Can I play him that voicemail back? <laughs> but like you say, there's no such thing as stress, and he goes, "Okay, hang up now." Bye. And he goes, "Okay, I take that back." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So she says that we all need to toughen up by learning to deal with difficult emotions. But I read that and I'm like, "Well, hang on. Isn't stress a difficult emotion? It's an emotional state. Yeah, that's you can what... be stressed. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. You can be happy. You can be sad. You can be stressed." Yeah, but she claims that stress actually does not exist, and people who believe they suffer with the condition simply need to learn how to tackle uh, difficult emotions, and which doesn't make sense to me. She says, when we face real problems, we feel bad. That's this, you know she's an expert. 
<laughs> that's, a, that's an expert's opinion on yeah. that. It's a real hot take. Uh, her advice is stop focusing on your reactions and tackle the problem. If you can't tackle it yourself, find out who can give you practical help. She went to uni. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, that's <laughs> all she's spent. been. Yeah. <laughs> so what else makes you stressed? And I think I can help you with this because I'm the person who has the, the practical help here. I mean, I guess you'd have to just go with like money or something. Like, you know, the, the general stresses in life. I Being mean, I don't poor. have many. Being poor, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's both funny are. more than anything. Yeah, like, I think that we're so poor that it's just hilarious. I like, went to pay ooh. for something last night, and I was like, oh, she's like, cash or card? And I was like, just cash. Open my wallet. I was like, oh, we're doing card. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I actually don't have that. Uh, you got to have money to pay for stuff. Yeah. I went to the supermarket yesterday, and uh, I saw, I was like, oh, I would, I would love a chalky milk. Mm. And then the chalky milk was not on special. Yeah, it was, so it was $4 <laughs> instead of $3. So yeah. I'm like... No chalking milk for See Louis. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let me uh, let me just uh, fix this problem for you. All you right? got out of there nesquick. <laughs> <laughs> that joke stressed me out. <laughs> I'm like, that's the that's the joke that gets us. Stress is real. <laughs> Um, so, uh, she suggests instead of saying that you feel stressed, go back to real words like worry, fear, tension, frustration, and anger, which, uh, is a lovely range of emotions. I mean, those really, when I read them, I'm like, that's worse than stress. Yeah. So, so you should, you fall back on your deepest, darkest fears, but don't be stressed. Is that what that's saying? <laughs> Basically, just get really angry instead. Yeah. <laughs> Stress is real. Case closed. Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. It is time for our first ever giveaway, Luke. I'm excited. We uh, had a lot, you know, we went down to the op shop before the show. Well, we need to explain how this came about. Yeah, so our producer, Maddie, has been hassling us uh, to give away some prizes because obviously we need to learn the craft of radio here. Guys, you know, you should put together like a merch pack or a gift pack, you know, something really cool that people might want. Yeah. But uh, the problem, <laughs> the problem is, uh, while they want us to do a giveaway, they haven't given us a giveaway budget. Yeah. So it just has to come out of our own yeah. money. As and much as we would love to be like everyone, look under your seat right now. If you're on the train, you've won a car. We just can't do that. We're no, not we Oprah. can't afford that. No. So what we thought is we would compromise, and we went down to the op shop before the show, and we picked up. Uh, we had a budget of five dollars each. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a ten dollar budget for our prize pack. And uh, while you may not want what we've got, we think that you might want to give it to somebody else. So yeah. we had this idea. Nominate mate. Nominate mate. Nominate mate for a gift, they'll hate. That is right. Nominate a mate for a gift they'll hate. Give your mate a burden. <laughs> yes, because uh, we, we, went, we went in there thinking, what's the best thing we can get in the op shop? And then we went, nah, what's the worst uh, yeah. thing we can get for $10? And we have, uh, we have a huge prize pack. Let's go through our prize pack today. Keep so- your friends in mind. Who would want this? Yeah. So or who wouldn't want this? And yeah. then, because really, we'll get you guys to call up in a sec. You know, we'll, we'll be like, why should my friend want this? Yeah. And then give us their address, and they'll, this will rock up on their doorstep. Yeah. Uh, boy, will they be disappointed. We're, all, we're already, already getting, getting calls. calls. The they phone even... lines are melting. All okay, right. once we start reading out the prizes, I bet this guy's going to hang, hang up. up. <laughs> What's the first prize that we have here? The uh, first prize we got was Jurassic Park 3 on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, $2 there. So that's, yes. a, that's, a, that's a steal. That's great. So the next uh, prize we have is a Minion plushie which looks like it was got out of one of those claw machine games, but it still has the tags on it. It's brand new. $2 from the op shop. Yeah, minions are still relevant. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, this next one uh, in the prize pack is a uh, limited edition Michael Bublé Call Me Irresponsible. Call Me Irresponsible. And I say limited edition because I don't think he sold many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the final gift in our gift pack is something that actually went us, made us go over our budget. This mm. took us to $11, but we thought it was too good to, to pass up because we don't know what it does. Yeah, I really hated it, so we yeah. put it in. <laughs> okay, so this is a musical candle holder special occasion melodies mm. still in the packaging so it's a candle holder that plays jingles uh have fun with that uh, it doesn't come with batteries but that's just part of the burden so. i don't think you can light an electric thing on fire over food but yeah. you know that's why it's in the gift pack so nominate your mate to so, receive a gift that will uh potentially kill him and yeah. ruin his birthday give us a call on 1300-161-006 nominate a mate for a gift you'll hate that's 1300-161 Give us a call and we'll speak to you soon. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Nominate a mate. Nominate a mate. Nominate a mate for a gift they'll hate. So uh, before the show, we went down to an op shop because we need to give away our first prize pack, our first giveaway, but we have no giveaway budget, so we spent $10 at an op shop. We actually went over budget, 11 11 uh, We tried to get the worst prize pack ever. We have uh, a Minions plushie that was previously from a claw machine, tag still attached, brand new. We have uh, Jurassic Park 3 on VHS, previously a Video Easy rental, we just noticed. <laughs> so as that's, well. a th- that's theft. <laughs> it was an overnight rental, though, so obviously it was a banger at Never some point. Never got returned. Uh, we got a Michael Booth. Call Me Irresponsible album, one mm. that no one has ever heard of. I so. hate that. <laughs> and uh, the worst gift, a musical candle holder. That's the real stinker of the pack. <laughs> so, shall we go to our first caller? Sev, uh, why should your mate receive this awful gift pack? He absolutely hates minions. I'm pretty sure I walked in on him trying to strangle one or drown it in the sink. Yeah. As in a toy or an actual minion? Uh, I couldn't tell. It might have been a dream. I don't know. <laughs> Sev's dreaming about his mate drowning minions. All right, thank you very much, Sev. We'll go to our next caller, Bethany. Why should your friend receive the worst gift pack of all time? I just reckon it's funny to see them suffer and just get a whole bunch of random crap and then just choke when they see the minions because they really hate minions. (laughs) Another person hating minions. Who are you going to nominate for the gift they'll hate? My friend Shane. Yeah, and does he hate minions? Oh, yeah, definitely. So the Minions is becoming the real stinker of the pack, isn't it? I thought it was the musical candle. Mm, I think the musical candle, you could, it has a use. But we'll go to our next caller. Patrick, why should your mate receive the worst gift back of all time? Well, I was going to say because he hates Minions, but I heard that the first caller said that, so I need to think of a better reason. And I have one. You see... Um, if he got the VHS, he'd be happy with it just to have the VHS, but he doesn't have a VCR, so he'd be oh. mad to have it because he doesn't have a VCR. That's, yeah, that's good. good. So he basically will just get a useless paperweight. Yeah, and he's just gotta he's just gonna try and shove it in his DVD player if he still has one of those. That is that is a great reason. Thank you yeah. very much, Patrick. And our final call of Bob, why should your mate receive the worst gift pack of all time? What was that, sorry? Why should your mate receive the worst gift you, pack of all time? You're on the radio, Bob. Oh. <laughs> Oh, because he's leaving me for the US, mate. Oh, so you want to send him on his way with some awful merch. Mm. <laughs> he's not going to let... 
Yeah, I don't think he'll get let through customs, Bob, with the Jurassic Park 3. They'll be like, that seems suspicious. Who's still carrying around a VHS? Also, you can't put a VHS player in the back of an aeroplane seat to watch it on the TV entertainment, can you? Alrighty. (laughs) So So, we're going to have to deliberate here. We need to put everyone on hold. We'll put you guys on hold, and now we need to work out who would hate this the most. Now, all of the first three callers just hate minions, Mm. but um, uh, was it Patrick said that his friend does not have a VHS player? That's really annoying. Or a VCS. Player. Yeah, and I'm assuming his friend's not a fan of Buble as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... I'm leaning towards that because if he doesn't have a VHS player, he also probably doesn't have a CD mm. player either. And he, I would say, unless it's his birthday, he wouldn't have a birthday but cake either. But Sev's mate did try and strangle a minion in the sink. That's true. That's a strong hatred. Do we really want to encourage minion that violence? That is despicable behaviour, you yeah. could say. I don't think we should be encouraging violence against minions, so I reckon we give it to Patrick. What do you think? Yep. Patrick, right. Patrick, oh! congratulations. Patrick, you've your just ma- nominated your mate will receive a gift that he hates. Oh, congratulations, Patrick. You've won the worst gift pack of all time, or at least your friend has. How does it feel? Uh, unbelievable. i got to say, I wasn't expecting to win, so thank you guys very much. Oh, no, it's not forward. a win. <laughs> and also, Patrick, It's an you, absolute loss for your friend. And you haven't won. Your mate has, has won the worst gift pack of all time. What do you think your friend's going to say about this when it arrives on his doorstep? Uh, he'll probably be like, um, gee, I don't know. He'd just probably just be extremely confused. In fact, I'm not even going to tell him. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't it's tell better him. to receive a surprise minion and whatever else is in it gift pack. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be told about that in advance. That'd ruin my whole week. All right, thank you very much, Patrick. Stay on the line. We'll get your mate's address and we'll post this out to him today and he will receive a surprise. It's, it's basically worse than a letter bomb, this thing. So uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll be right back after this. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. It's time to talk about the future. Well, I yeah, his thing. Everyone loves theorizing about the future and all the possibilities that. What do you humanity... mean theorizing? We always nail it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think we do. Like it always seems like people fifty years ago had such high hopes for the future. Like oh, by twenty eighteen, they'll be flying cars. We'll be living on Mars. Mm. I'm, I'm looking outside right now. There's a bird, uh, and it just pooped. So oh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, there's and you no, can't no drive cars. a bird. That wasn't a BMW bird. That no. was just a regular seagull. Yeah. So no flying cars. It's not even as a Holden yet. bird either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get a, a bad strain-made bird. Keep, <laughs> keep it in the country. All right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the, everyone always makes these crazy predictions about the future, and very, very rarely does it ever come true. Like look at Back to the Future. Yeah, well, yeah, Marty McFly in the future. Oh, voice recognition came true, but expanding pizza is not a thing. Yeah, but voice <laughs> recognition doesn't work. Well, like, Siri. Wh- how many... Uh, we're in the... I was in the car with my girlfriend. To be fair, he's didn't work either. Oh, that's true. <laughs> they predicted that we yeah. have poor re- voice recognition Because whenever you talk to software. Siri, they just don't understand you. So, actually... This whole segment's ruined because Back to the Future has predicted everything. Well, not flying cars, not expanding pizza. There was a lot of things. Jaws the segment's 18. back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, tell us more about the future. Uh, I looked up a few things. Here's this one. So it's currently 2017, right? That's a fact. Yes. 13 years away, they reckon we're going to be able to copy human consciousness onto an electronic medium to achieve eternal life. So you can copy your Copy your brain onto a USB. Correct. But why or would you want to do that? Probably a hard drive. <laughs> do you reckon how small is your brain that you could fit that on a two gigabyte? Mine would at least be a terabyte. Oh, I own a 128 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah. Mate, you do, actually, you probably do have a terabyte worth of useless thoughts. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 
yeah, but it's all just food for thought, kicking about there like nine hundred meg. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like though putting your brain into a USB, right? You would obviously do that while you're still alive, but wouldn't if like if if my brain just suddenly went into a USB, I don't have my body, I can't perform, I can't do this radio show. I think I would just end up with a really old human version of me, yeah. and then a really depressed USB version of me, like. <laughs> Please eject me without doing it properly. Yeah. I'm sick of this. Because you wouldn't be compatible for Windows. So you're just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Like if you, yeah, if you put me on a yeah, Mac. Yeah, because you'd have no purpose. Windows. USB, you'd just sit there on a bench. Yeah, you would have to build me well, a brain whole needs body to be as stimulated. well. Yeah. yeah. I can't just be sitting on a USB <laughs> hanging out with my own thoughts. That'd yeah. suck. I'd be like, oh, I really want to read some comic books. <laughs> Maybe I'll download them from the internet. <laughs> yeah, your brain's cool, man. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not hanging out with you. I'm hey, wait, quickly. US Brain. <sighs> That's not the acronym. <laughs> so in 2036, right, fast forward six years, they honestly think they're going to have transhuman sport competitors. So that's like a dog combined with a human kicking around a footy in, in 18 years or something. But no, well, really, that would mean they would have to have it now because you would want your transhuman to be at least 18 years old. Otherwise, you would just have transhuman infants crawling around and or or running on their four legs, but yeah. also speaking. Human. Either way, it's going to be the same old things. In twenty thirty six, there's still going to be like the same people clipping their fingernails on the tram. They'll just be clipping it with laser beams. Like, yeah, it's just going to be the same old stuff, but nothing's going to change. We're just going to be doing it more efficiently. Yeah, like, exactly. Like we'll have flying cars, but people are still going to be rear-ending each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll still have a car which is currently like at a place. Geez, I really need us to call the insurance company. Anyway, that's a personal issue I'm bringing up on air. <laughs> so for you, the future's going to suck. But for yeah. us and the listeners, the future's going to be great because in our next segment, we have our very first interview coming up with none other than Jack Post. We are joined by a very special guest. Please welcome Jack Post to the show. Welcome, Jack. Thanks for having me, guys. Jack is our very first guest. Uh, and Jack Post, if you don't know, is the uh, panel operator on the uh, national hit drive radio show, Hamish and Andy. Um, Not just the panel operator, though. You also work behind the scenes. You're, you're billed as the producer. That's right. Or one-off. And when you came to me um, to ask me if Hamish and Andy would be a guest on your show, I said that they wouldn't. <laughs> and then you asked me to come on. So yes. I'm, yeah. So we've settled for second best nope, as third usual. Resort. <laughs> <laughs> third best on Triple M Modern Digital. Um, now, you've been, uh, you've been working with Hamish and Andy for eight years now as mm-hmm. a panel operator. So you're pretty much a professional. I've been behind those buttons for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's been some of your favorite moments over the years? Because you guys are wrapping up at the end of the year. Behind the panel, pu- pushing the buttons? Or yeah. You mean just... just any moments from the show, whether or not it's a... The, your just before you up. answer that question, I wanted to ask, Michael, how long have you been pushing buttons for? Uh, like probably about a year now. About a year. Yeah. Mm. Can I just say, I've seen Michael in and out the building, like learning the trade. Yeah. When, I, when I'd learned for the first time eight years ago, I was like, come in, this is the button to push. Good luck. You start on, you know, you start on Monday. Michael's been doing the apprenticeship of all apprenticeships. He's been in here every night for the past, like, I feel like you almost started when I started, but you've been training, you've been doing this training program for many, many years, and he's finally been let off into the wild on his own. Yeah, it's but like we don't really want someone in training behind the button. So, yeah. Jack, oh, could you, new. do you want to you panel your own interview? Michael? You want me to jump yeah. on the buttons? Well, yeah. we, we just want this interview to be professional. Yeah. So, if you could jump behind the buttons, yeah, Michael, sure. I'm Michael, going around now. Can, can I just say thanks to Jack for being so kind? I'm not <laughs> used to that kind of feedback from and, you guys. Well, now that you've had a little bit of kindness, Michael, could you please stand in the corner and don't yeah. touch anything? Actually, could you turn around for the duration of the interview? Yeah, don't even watch this. Just stand in the corner, mate. Turn around. 
<laughs> All right, Hopefully so now not. now Jack is panelling the uh, thing, which is... So I'm I... on the other side. I'm at the buttons area. And can I just say, um, Michael, it is a very old, tired, and used radio um, device to make fun of the person pushing the buttons. So if they do that to you, that's just sad, and they really should <laughs> They really stop it. Like, uh, excuse done. me, Jack. You're behind the panel now, so, so I now command we can respect. belittle you. <laughs> so yeah, what were your favourite uh, so moments? Look, I can play with all these now, can't I? Like, yeah, the, you uh... can press whatever you want. Just stop. Excuse me. No, that's the that's, that's the gizmo wizard. <laughs> <laughs> please, please right. cease, cease and desist, Jack. Just making sure it all works. Okay, yeah, this working. is this interview is about you, not the buttons. Please tell us your favourite moment. Of Hamish and Andy? Uh, hands down, going on the band tour and getting to play guitar for the Cool Boys in the Front Man, which is a band we started amongst the three of us on Hamish and Andy. Uh, I always wanted to be in a rock band when I was growing up, and this is the closest <laughs> I'll ever be to it. So and it, it was pretty. It was pretty real. For a couple of photos of me, you know, with the guitar in front of an audience, mid jump as well. Mid-jump. I saw oh. some of you on the jump, and I was just like, "You're vicariously living your dream through this show." That's right. If I lose my memory, that get Alzheimer's one day, I can look at that and go, "Like, geez, I really did live out my dream." <laughs> None of the context. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's the plan after the show finishes? Yeah, well, we've got um, seven weeks left uh, of the year, and then Hamish and Andy say goodbye mm. to radio. But do you say goodbye? I, at the moment, I am in limbo, so mm. I am looking for a job of some sort. Oh, well, we're, we Paul... actually just fired Michael and replaced, <laughs> <laughs> replaced him with you. So how do you feel about working on the prestigious Triple M Modern Digital? What a downgrade. <laughs> I've only just found out about Triple M Modern Digital. I yeah, don't so is everyone else. <laughs> where, where is it? Where is it going? Is it, are you guys um, we're national except you... for Perth, Tasmania, and Northern Territory? So we're not really national. Yeah. No one's got digital radios there no. yet, maybe. Yeah, or, or electricity yet. I think we're just on the east coast in Adelaide. I mean, I'd love to be here because it feels like the kind of radio station where you can really say anything and get away with it because nobody's listening. Mm. So you can swear, you know, you can say bad things about um, politicians, you yeah, can do whatever you that's want. That's our whole show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really been listening because I, I don't know if I get triple M modern digital in the car. So, <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, Jack Post. Actually, We've got can a... you stick around after the break? We want to play a game with you. We want to test your panel operating skills. Yeah, sure. If that's okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's already on it. <laughs> Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. We'll be right back with Jack. Welcome back to the show, and we still have Jack Post with us uh, because this is it's time for the game uh, segment of the show. Well, you invited me on as a guest, and now I'm working for you. Yeah. Well, please don't speak unless spoken to. You're, you are now oh, employed by us. <laughs> but also a very welcome guest. Thanks so much for giving up your time. <laughs> yes, we really appreciate it. You didn't have to do this. Look at... You really do cackle, don't you? <laughs> it's in the back. It's my trademark. Yeah. So uh, we have a game here now. Uh, as you, as you, you made a big claim uh, in our interview just before that you were a panel expert. So we thought that we would do a panel quiz show. And the panel for people at home is these the buttons that fire off all the songs, music, sound effects, turns on yep. the mics on and off. Yes. Very important role inside a radio. And we wanted to test your knowledge on panelling in general. So if you could fire off the your own opener to this thing, oh. Yes. All right. So Hit this is something you button. have you guys have made, is it? Made, for made you. an intro yes. for you. All right. Is it well, what this, this it is the first so question. Think, it's called So You Think You Can Panel. So you think you can He can't panel. find it. We're off to a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it this? <laughs> oh, sorry, this Michael's giving him <laughs> tips already. He's failing already. All right, hit it, hit it. So you think you can panel? Panel, 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 Jack 
Oh, very fun. good, relevant, <laughs> up to date. Over. Yes, we're, yeah. we're, all, we're all about relevancy on this show. Yeah. Now, your first question, Jack Post, is uh, about the panels. How many solar panel systems are installed in Australian homes? An exact number? Yes. 22,408. Incorrect. 1.4 million. Please hit the wrong sound button. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, you were way off. 22,000 does sound he's, low now he, that He's not yeah. a paneling expert. Yeah, you call yourself a panel expert. Okay. Your second question, Jack Post. Are All you right. ready? How are you feeling about the quiz so far? I, I thought it would be some sort of stitch up, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> In car repair, what is a common panel beating technique? Oh, um, is it a multiple choice question? Yes. There are seven answers. So seeing as you're the panel expert, you should be able to get at least six of them. Buffing. Incorrect. Hit the incorrect sound button. <laughs> okay. I thought after you did all your repairs, you might like buff it. No, I would actually buff, have buff said that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Can, no, I have, can I have some of the answers to see what I missed out on? Uh, you missed out on realignment, shrinking and stretching, planishing, welding, filling, sanding, planishing. and spray painting. <laughs> <laughs> now you know it. <laughs> all right. So this one's an easy one. This one is about paneling. How many questions in the quiz? Uh, this is your third question. We have uh, four questions for you. So, okay. But this is probably the most important one, and, and I think you should be able to get it. And I only have to get one right. Yes, you only have okay. to get one right. Okay. On the 1998 television show, The Panel, <laughs> name one of the regular panelists that were on the panel. panel. Uh, Tom Gleisner. <laughs> He's, done, He's it. done it. He's done it. He's got one right. He's got a paneling question. Congratulations, Jack. How do you feel? Um, the panel might have been before your time, but I could probably name all the panelists. On the- oh, it's yeah, a big call. Go for it. Uh, Rob Sitch, Glenn yep. Robbins. Yep. Kate Langbrook. Yes. One more. Santo Chilaro. He He's done it. The paneling <laughs> expert. It <laughs> That's too many dings, Jack. You're getting ahead of yourself because you got the final question. This one is actually about sound panels. Okay. So you should be able to get this one, right? Good luck. Okay. To me. <laughs> Without looking, what is the brand and model number of the sound panel you are currently standing All at? All right. I've closed my eyes. And I have no idea. Is it something Klotz with a K? Maybe? Yes. Klotz. Yes. That's the brand. Oh, What's so the model close. number? The uh, C3PO. <laughs> Wrong no. R2D2. You were so close. It's the Klotz Vadis DC2. Hit the incorrect oh, sound the button, DC2. Jack. Okay, but you got one out of four, so you know you're no, kind. He technically, of... got six because he got all all the panel members from the show. The panel, so That's I think true. I got six out of four. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are a panel expert, but just in relation to the panel TV show from 1998. Congratulations, Jack Post. You've done it. You're a panel expert, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank all you very good. much for having us on your show because you're running it. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple A Modern Digital. Do I play the song or should I let Michael back in to play it? Uh, let Michael press the button because you're. Done right. now. Just a second, guys. Here we go. <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. It's time to talk about everyone's favorite topic of discussion, which is celebrities who peak too early. Love it. Nothing better than that. Love someone who uh, achieves fame and greatness and then spirals down, and that's when I tune in, on the spiral down. Oh, yeah. It's the best. The news articles. This the person. ascent's just boring. You know, the, yeah. the, the descent. <laughs> That's, that's exciting. Yeah, that's what a, they should really make a movie about. Yeah, I love <laughs> ones who you completely drop as well. They skydive down. Um. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, first example, uh, we've got a few here, and yeah. uh, I want to, I want to know what you think. I've got one. You've got a couple. Uh, Lindsay Lohan peaked too early. What? Really? Yes. I think she's still coasting very very successfully off the Herbie fully loaded fame. <laughs> 
when did Herbie Fully Loaded come out? 2005, but I'm still reeling from that film. It was an emotive uh, classic about a talking car. Not a talking car. It was like a... It was like an emotive car It was like a, It was like a discount Brum. <laughs> <laughs> that it needed a driver. Brum never needed a driver. No, driver. Yeah, true. Yeah, Brum was sentient. Brum Herbie was like, hasn't got anything on Brum. Yeah. Um, but... Okay, so Herbie Reloaded was great. Yeah. Name one thing she's done since Herbie Reloaded, uh, Jimmy Fallon in 2013. Just looked up her IMDb. There's not a lot on there. <laughs> well, she was in jail for a bit. So it's hard oh, to, oh, there you go. It's hard to make media appearances when you're locked up, but oh, she yeah. did her best. That's a bit of an excuse. Okay, so maybe, you know what? Right. Lindsay Lohan probably was the most famous person in, in that jail, so yeah. we'll give her that, all right? <laughs> most famous person all in right, jail. What about what do you Shia have? LaBeouf? Sheila LaBeouf? Shia. Shia, Shia LaBeouf? Shibidi Bop? <laughs> How do you say that guy's Shia. name? He's just got know. one of those names that are just, everyone has a different name. Maybe way. that's what happened to his career. People couldn't be bothered to pronounce it, so they stopped giving him roles. Yeah. I it, thought he was quite good in Transformers. Yeah, but didn't he like trash talk the director? No, yeah. that was Megan Fox. No, everyone trash talked the director. Have you seen a Michael Bay film? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's strong yeah. reason to trash talk. If you've ever seen I one of these films. I actually never thought of that. I was When I saw Megan Fox trash the director, I was like, oh, that's a silly decision. Then she got kicked off the show. And then Shia did the same thing. I was like, oh, that's a silly decision. No, and then you he watched the off. film. And, and then, then you went, it. oh. And I was like, oh, I would also love to get kicked off this show yeah. <laughs> if I was ever employed. <laughs> yeah, Transformers 4 was rough. Mark Wahlberg's got a tough deal. But anyway... Uh, he's been since he did in Indiana Jones four as well. Again, I don't know. I feel mistake. like when you're up to four, it doesn't yeah. count as getting a role. All right, That's have you got another one? <laughs> yeah, I've got um, I've got Macaulay Culkin, the oh, kid from Home Alone. Yeah, see, I think he is the poster child of peak too he early. He did that other one, didn't? Isn't he some kid in Richie Rich or isn't he that? He kid? did that movie. Oh, I saw that movie. Yeah. It was horrendous. Yeah, because it was it just looked like the Home Alone kid got a lot of money and he lost all of his like homicidal tendencies. I'm like, dude, where's the traps? I think. <laughs> I think every Home Alone star is now retired. Joe Pesci gave up after that film. Who's Joe Pesci? The robber in Home Alone. The yeah. tall one, not the tall one. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. wait, the small one. Not, not the, the small one. one. Yeah, yeah, he definitely peaked too early. Oh, this, actually, you know what? I was going to say that Macaulay Corgan was the poster child of peaking too early, but I have an even better example, and I think you're going to agree with me. Mm. Um, Luke and Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M Modern Digital. This is yeah. This How is can the we height. Top this? Yeah, we can't top this. It's only downhill from here. We're going to go down to like maybe Triple M Analog, but you know that's not modern or digital. No, that's <laughs> just on the way down. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, give me the latest. What's been happening down in Diamond City, just across the road? Oh, in the busy hus- hustle. Okay, this is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> We've already decided that it wasn't a uh, city. You can turn that off, Michael. <laughs> You yes. mean in the uh, busy hub that is Diamond City? Yes, yeah. because uh, even though it's 30 kilometres away, you did prove that it's around the corner yeah, by just, walking Yeah, just to down work. the road. Uh, I had a spider in the shower this morning. <laughs> right, so again... Probably the most interesting thing that's happened all week. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's for, a, for a big city, it's also quite quiet, which is convenient. So mm. just, uh, just a spider in the shower, what do you mean? Was it- As in like, it, I don't know, I think it crawled out of the drain. I got no idea. It was either hiding under the door because mm. I clocked it between like the drain and the thing. And you know what the worrying part? Oh, I, so you got in the shower. Dude, I was I was two minutes into my shower and then saw it, and right, I just you should went, only be having a shower for two minutes. You're wasting water. I was just about to hop out, and then I <laughs> trust me, I got it, I got out of there real quick once I saw it. <laughs> so what happened? 
Yeah, I just got out of there, and then it crawled up onto the roof, crawled up next to me on the wall. I had to hunch, like, next to the wall for the entire shower. You know how you already feel vulnerable when you're nude? Yeah. Imagine being nude and being intimidated by a spider, something like it's quite half the size of, well, not even half. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big spider. Yeah, <laughs> but just something so small. Yeah. I was the most vulnerable I've ever felt. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, that's not the weirdest thing It was a being in the shower. That's happened to me. Animals in the shower is quite a weird thing. Like, that happened to me. Our dog recently had surgery, and it had stitches, and it didn't want to wear the cone to stop it from chewing the stitches, so mm. we just uh, decided to watch it and make sure if it ever chewed them, we would stop it. But one day, I was home alone, and I really needed to have a shower, so I thought, oh, I'll just bring the dog into the shower with me. Dog in the shower? Not in the shower, but like in the bathroom. Uh-huh. I was like, here, dog, you sit down, just chill out, chillax, and watch me shower. I reckon spider in the shower is better than dog in the bath. Yeah, that's true. Scarier. Yeah, there is something weird. Because mine wasn't a domestic spider. No. I, oh, I did name it, though. Yeah? Mm, Peter, rest in peace. Uh, oh, I didn't kill him, but I don't know. Assume that he's I just... mean, mum's been home all day, and I don't think she'd let that fly, to yeah, be honest. That's true. That's true. <laughs> she wouldn't let that spider. Yeah. Um, but another good... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> so, uh, wow. Okay, so um, another one I had. This is yeah. the best one that's happened just down the road from Diamond City in uh, Yarrambat. There, once at work, Yarrambat. there was a uh, sheep on the golf course, but then went into side sheep in the clubhouse. Oh, okay. That's better than so spider there was a, in the there's shower. There's a farm next to the golf course. Yeah, it did the, escape from city. a nearby, yeah, a yep. nearby city farm, yep. and it escaped into the <laughs> golf course and just started running amok in there. People calling out, freaking out, sheep in the golf yeah, course. Yeah, because sheep are not very rarely domesticated, no. so it's not going to come to you, and it's, they're big, so they're yeah. strong. And because I was like the lowest ranked person on duty at the time, mm. it was then my jurisdiction. But of I was course. happy with that because you know I dressed up as a shepherd in a, in some like nativity playing kinder. So, so you have experience. Yeah, it was under my jurisdiction. I was like, I've got here, I just grabbed my staff, put on my biblical robe, mm. and I was like, let's get this bad boy. And I herded it into the car park. And then, um, yeah, it, I, I actually don't know. What, I think I just left it in the car park. Okay. So but that's you better just made... than in the clubhouse. I herded it out of the room into yeah. the car park, so which is pretty much like a city farm. You, you just made it someone else's problem. Yes, correct. <laughs> like a leaf blower. Yeah, a <laughs> leaf blower the the woolen goat out of there. <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. That brings us to the end of our last show for the week because Luke and I are off to tour New Zealand. Yeah, we're not just not coming in. <laughs> no, no. We, I mean, we are not coming in, but we do have a good reason for yes. it. Um, I'm going on tour doing a whole bunch of shows in New Zealand for the mm. very first time. Bring Middle Luke Earth, with first me. time ever in Middle Earth for I'm me. super excited to mm. go. To Hobbiton. It's gonna Are we going to go? Yeah, we're Lewis, definitely going. Lewis's shout. Yeah. Sweet. Um, do you, do <laughs> Unconfirmed. you char- get charged to go in there? Uh, to be, I, bet I don't you know. Do. I bet it costs it's heaps. It's a tourist attraction. What else have they got? We'll see how much it is. We'll, and if we'll you've been a good out. boy, <laughs> I'll take you to Hobbiton. If I've been a good little hobbit, I'll be able to go. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, we're not going to be uh, here until Monday. So this is the last show of the week. We're not going to be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, but we will return for Monday and we're doing a full week, which is uh, at the moment rare for us. And next week's our race. Yes. Next Thursday. Yes. So I'm going to be training in New Zealand. I'm going to run around New Zealand. Mm, Mordor and back. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you very much for listening, guys. That's the end of the show. Make sure you check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, and rate us on the podcast app as well. If you want to catch up on any shows you've missed, that was Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. See you Monday. 